welcome to the sixth season of For the Quantum Grammar Shoot podcast. I'm your host, Colin Jason Hyphen Matthew Colin Glass, and in this season, I'm going to be concentrating much more on the grammar and sharing my knowledge thereof. To those listeners who are serious about the grammar and are serious about learning it and about learning the benefits that it can present to you as a tool in your navigations through your day-to-day life. Thank you very much for joining me. Hello out there in podcast land, all my friends and neighbors. Welcome to this edition of the podcast. I'm speaking a little bit louder here because I'm further away from the mic. Hope you don't mind. I'm recording this as I'm doing some other things. So I may go in and out like this, but hopefully the point will still get across. And what I'm gonna talk about in this episode is how far are you willing to go to maintain a position? This is a very important part of correct sentence structure communication parse syntax grammar. This is what you do when you use it, when you are called upon to use it, whether it's in the public or in the private, you're in a position, you are put in a position where you must use it to maintain a position or to put it another way, to perhaps safeguard yourself or others, whether that's through a document contract postal vessel court venue or whether that's through an actual live physical confrontation boarding or disembarking from a vessel how far are you willing to go to maintain a position My more advanced students of correct sentence structure communication parse syntax grammar, I like to put them through what I call the paces. I put them in scenarios and we practice what one would say. And inevitably, the student does not know what to say. I don't know if they think that this knowledge is going to magically appear when they need it out in the public or, or whatever, when they're in a, in a situation, when they're called upon to do this, whether being confronted by a police officer, military, in a foreign vessel and dry dock scenario, wh- whatever the case may be. I don't know if they think the knowledge is gonna magically appear and come out of their mouth or what, but inevitably when I put them in this scenario in the confidential workshop, they don't know what to say. This is not acceptable. This is not good, and it's not safe. That's why I do it. And this is, of course, for the more advanced students who have at least a rudimentary grasp of the grammar. You have to be able to present that to another individual under very stressful circumstances, if need be. And you don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be rude about it. You don't have to be braggadacious about it. You don't have to be condescending about it. What it is and what I teach is you're peaceful and neutral in an educational position, very firm, 
with measured words, measured cadence, controlled breathing, and by controlled breathing, I mean just easy breaths, normal conversation, not rushed, firm, loud enough for them to hear, calm, cool, collected, maybe even with a smile on your face, maybe not, depending upon what the scenario is, but never angry, never with a malicious type of force to where you're trying to make someone feel stupid or trying to put someone at a disadvantage. That's not what it is at all. You are holding, maintaining a position that you already had when you came into the geometric level playing field, which you established by invoking correct sentence structure. You're maintaining that position and you're offering the other contract party the knowledge for them to also participate with it or to abandon it, to vacate their position, depending upon what's going on. That's the purpose of this. And when I do this with the student, they get flustered. They don't know what to say. First of all, you have to be confident with your knowledge, very confident with your knowledge. You have to know what to say. Someone asks you a question, you got to be able to give them closure like that. I just snapped my fingers three times because you have to be Johnny on the spot to be able to do this. If you're making a claim, you got to prove that claim. Period. End of story. You can't use an appeal to authority or any other logical fallacy. Knowledge and skill will get you through. Knowledge is authority. Holding up a paper and saying, look, I got the thumbprint of colon such hyphen such colon such full stop on here i have a live life claim through their construct that's not going to do anything for you i don't think you have to be able to explain who you are what you're doing there why you have a live life claim who's in control command who is the steward of that live life claim or c pass c treaty or whatever contract you're executing and i don't mean sorry Stop and correct. Whatever contract you're performing on, whatever claim you're giving evidence to, that's what you're giving closure to. So in that scenario, any scenario, you have to know what you're doing. And it can get very stressful. That's why I put people through their paces in the workshops so that hopefully when they get out there and they perform on this stuff, they do better. It's the same thing if you're in martial arts or boxing or, or whatever it is, and you spar. And I'm not talking about this point sparring karate stuff. I'm talking about full contact, free form. You get, on, on, and you get in the ring, and you basically have a full-on fight with safety gear. And anything can happen. And the more you put yourself in those scenarios, the better you get at holding your position. When I say, what will you do, how far are you willing to go to maintain a position? I'm talking about how much of a bloody nose are you willing to get? Because when you hold a position against the fiction to try and safeguard yourself, you must be very careful that the collateral damage possibilities are taken into consideration. Will it damage fiction bank accounts, properties, so on and so forth? You have to be very careful because this 
is a very real possibility, especially if your fiction accounts are linked to other people outside of what you're doing. That's how powerful and potent correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar is. Now, another thing, the manner in which you deal with it. The fiction normally comes along with my experience. They want to twist your words. Words that, for example, if you and I get together and we're talking about something, we're there to understand one another. We're there to comprehend one another. We're there to be cognizant and get full closure on what each other is saying. We use words and we have to navigate with assumption, presumption, because that's how fiction babble works. But it is a benevolent, a positive performance sort of assumption, presumption in that we're understanding one another and comprehending and getting closure on what it is we're conveying to one another. Then if you come to a disagreement, now suddenly that same consideration <laughs> mysteriously vanishes. I have firsthand knowledge of this uh, where I had a former student who was very well versed in common law. And we would have congruent conversations where we mostly agreed on things and we didn't misunderstand one another. And if there was a misunderstanding, it was explicated and we got closure on it, no big deal. But if it came to something that was sensitive, and this has mostly to do with the grammar and correct sentence structure, where I said something or was teaching him something that was contradicted by some fiction concept he was attached to or by some common law thing that he was attached to, he would then suddenly act as if he didn't understand what I was saying. And then he would start to pick my words apart. These same words that he understood before, now suddenly he didn't understand and was trying to twist them. Now, this is a fiction system tactic. That is what is great about correct sentence structure, because just as I do with the fiction, with this former student of mine, I would say, okay, well, then let's use correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar. What is your correct sentence structure finite mean of this, of that? Let's get closure on this. For this claimant's knowledge of the facts is with the correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar, performance by the claimant. Period. Once you establish that field, and then you offer for them, the other contract party, to come onto that field, they can either choose to come onto the field and learn, or if they know it, to participate, or they vacate. And this former student chose to vacate because they did not want to provide their correct sentence structure finite means and they could not perform on a one-to-one -one level with the correct sentence structure in that scenario. It's the same thing with the fiction. They suddenly become <clears throat> in such a condition of state that they don't want to understand what it is you're saying. And they will go out of their way, just like this gentleman did, to misunderstand what you're saying, to create problems, to trip you up and play mind games. It's definitely a mind game. They will, it's, it's like, think of it this way, like uh, you have a dam, a concrete dam, and there's water, constant pressure against the dam. If that water finds a crack, it will rush to that crack and just beat on it until it busts it open and then you're done. That is basically like what the fiction is 
uh, when you're maintaining a position. You can't have any cracks in there. You can't have any weaknesses. You must maintain the position of correctness. Now, this is something I try to replicate in the workshops. Of course, I can't do it uh, completely uh, true to what's go what might happen in a scenario, but I can do a pretty close approximation of it. The manner in which you react, the manner in which your kuleana is performed is directly contingent upon your inner conditioned state, your character. If you are an honorable and graceful person, you will not try and twist someone's words against them. You will just use correct sentence structure and offer to teach the other person how to establish and maintain a geometric level playing field of contract. Or if they're an honorable and graceful man or woman, and you can use fiction babble in the same thing. You, you are there to understand one another. You're not there to twist each other's words. And this works 9.99999 times out of 10 with my personal experience. So just to wrap it up, so what's the worst thing that could happen if you're doing something like this? If you're trying to maintain a position uh, using correct sentence structure, communication, parsing, syntax, grammar. Well, a lot of things can happen. The fiction system has the bigger guns and clubs. You could possibly get a belligerent contract party on the other side that may decide that because they have the bigger guns and clubs, they can just come through and smash you and put you in jail or, or whatever. Hurt you. This is a very real possibility. This is something you have to think about. Quantum grammar is not some magic shield or magic silver bullet or whatever. It's not like that. It's something that I have found works if you maintain the peace, neutrality, honor, grace, rule one, rule equal. It will work. For me, for myself, I've been successful 100% so far in using it. Then again, I've been very careful. As I outlined earlier in the podcast, I've been very careful with how I use it. So that I try to take everything that I can into consideration, use my judge mechanics, rule one, rule equal, so that no one else gets hurt. And I'm not there to hurt anyone. I'm not being malicious. I'm just stopping a trespass. I'm being sensible, using logic. Not trying to make people feel stupid. Not going around telling people, you have a second grade reading level. That's very condescending. I understand why Cola David Ivan Cola Miller would say things like that. He had a certain personality and a certain character. That's him. I'm different. I'm never going to say that to somebody. I'm never going to belittle anyone. What I'm going to do is, if there is a trespass, I will immediately do my best to establish a geometric level playing field of contract communication. Whatever the scenario, whether that's in person in the now space, in a physical now space location in the continuum, or whether that's through a document contract federal postal vessel court venue, whatever it is, 
I will do my best to establish that geometric level playing field of contract communication. And then I will offer an educational scenario where, hey, I'm using this mode of communication. I am the steward of my contracts. I'm the commander of my portion of these contracts. This is how I do it. No one's telling me how to do it. I'm doing it my way. This is correct. This is what correct means. I'm giving closure to my contract terms and conditions. I'm asking that you give me the same consideration. You show me the closure on your terms and conditions. You explain to me what you're doing, what your volition is, because volition is most important over grammar, over everything. Volition is most important. What is it? Tell me. I have a fate writ volition claim. I can show it to you. It's a document contract postal vessel court venue. It has a registered number. Here it is. Do you have one? Oh, you don't? Okay, well then just tell me. I trust you to be honorable and graceful with what you're saying to me, etc., etc., etc. There's multiple ways you could go about it. But at every turn, I try to be considerate of the other party. Unless, of course, they're being belligerent, rude, malicious. Then, if they're doing that, if they're violating my terms and conditions of honor, grace, peace, neutrality, rule one, rule equal, well, then that's all off the table, and I do what I have to do. Then I will use a wrecking ball to take out a fly, a flea. I will do that. Perfectly able, to, competent to do that, and have done it. But given a choice, which you always are, I choose to be considerate and to take everything into account that I can possibly do to the limits of my knowledge and comprehension and skill. So there you have it. How far are you willing to go to hold a position? And what it takes to do that. And it all comes down to what? The most important component of all of this. The correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar. Thanks for listening. If you want to fast track your knowledge, feel free to reach out to me at jasonmatthewg17 at gmail.com and apply for a one-hour confidential correct grammar performance workshop. If not, check out www.youtube.com forward slash jasonmatthewglass where you can study the sum total of my correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar, knowledge. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.